This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. I'm excited about the Next Wave campaign. The launch was amazing. Uh, currently, we're about to reach $4 million and beyond. And I, was, I would encourage anyone who hasn't participated to really do so. That's Richard Mest, president of the Water Quality Research Foundation, talking about the WQRF Next Wave campaign, which is raising funds for new water treatment research. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 288. If you're a first-time listener or new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone on your team or a friend. We're publishing this on October 12th of 2022. You can find us at wqa.org and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And in this episode, we'll talk with five WQA and WQRF members about the Next Wave Capital Campaign, the value of new research for the industry, opportunities for more of our members to get involved at any level, and how ultimately the campaign will help drive public awareness of the value of water treatment products and provide more people with quality water. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA tip. Now on to the WQRF Next Wave campaign on WQA Radio. Hello, I'm Richard Mest. I'm the Director of Special Programs for A.O. Smith, North American Water Treatment. I am a honored past president of the Water Quality Association, and I'm incredibly honored to be the standing president of the Water Quality Research Foundation. And thank you, Richard, for joining us. I want to start with the Water Quality Research Foundation. Tell us about WQRF, if you would, please. Yes, so the Water Quality Research Foundation gets its roots from 1952. And it started as a group that created symposiums to bring experts together to talk about strategy, to identify problems that the industry was facing and how we could uh, be a solution. Uh, our current state, I'm proud to say, is we are a very dynamic third-party voice to true research that makes a difference. When you look at the third-party product certification, you look at professional certification for the experts that apply, install, and maintain systems, there's a need for a third party to really validate what some of the products can do beyond what a manufacturer would go through in a third party product testing. And that's where I see WQRF really shining. We've done such great work with things like looking at uh, septic systems and what some of our waste affluent does uh, to that. Uh, taking a look at some of the products that our industry provides as solutions for consumers and how it actually saves on energy and saves on products and actually has an improved carbon footprint. 
we continue to seek out opportunities to make a difference in that regard. And also we look at how we can be an influencer in the marketplace, as well as at the regulatory level. The regulators need to understand that the products and the professionals that provide those products to an end user really make a difference and need to be an accepted tool for compliance, especially for small systems and uh, underprivileged areas that currently are underserved. Thank you. And now WQRF is involved in a new campaign. It's called the Next Wave Campaign. I'd like you to describe that for us and explain what's involved. Yeah, thanks again, Wes. Yeah, as we continue to grow as an organization, and I like to kid around, uh, figure out what we want to do when we grow up, uh, we need funds to really move our messaging forward. So I'm excited about the Next Wave campaign. The launch was amazing. Uh, currently, we're about to reach $4 million and beyond. And I, was, I would encourage anyone who hasn't participated to really do so. We really don't care about the amount of money. We really want full participation from the industry because truly we are difference makers here. The Next Wave campaign is a little different from, from our previous campaign. We're not only uh, raising money for expanded research, we're also raising money to create something uh, very unique in outreach. You know, it's one thing to know that you've got some incredible data. It's another thing to get it to the end user or to get it to the person or entity that can truly leverage it to make a positive difference by giving better drinking water to consumers, not only in America, but around the world. Richard, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hi, everybody. My name is Judd Larned. I'm the president of Culligan Water. I've got responsibility for the Culligan business in, in North America. I've been with Culligan for about 10 years now. Um, prior to coming to Culligan, I was with a consulting firm, Bain & Company, for a decade and a half and, and decided to get into industry. And water for me was, was a very attractive industry to get into um, be, just because it's purpose-driven, right? It, it, you feel good about everything that we do and um, you know, what we're doing for people. And so coming to Culligan was was an exciting opportunity for me, and I've really enjoyed the last 10 years. And Judd, great to have you on the show. Uh, talk about your role with the Water Quality Research Foundation. So I've been involved with the WQA board for a few years now, and I've been on the board of governors for the last couple of years, and I'm currently the treasurer. Um, and so as it relates to WQRF, um, you know, pro professionally, as, as a board member of WQA, I, I get to some insights and I get to observe um, some of the things that are going on within WQRF. But then as a manufacturer um, and as, as a, a dealer, um, we've got an opportunity to utilize the, um, the benefits and, and the research that, that comes out of WQRF. So um, I sort of get to see it from both sides, which has been really interesting. And uh, when it comes to the next wave campaign, uh, tell me about how you are uh, seeing this campaign going so far. Well, it's exciting. Um, there, there's a lot of momentum. And, you know, it started from when we initially kicked things off at, at convention um, with a, a lot of, you know, really nice initial donations. But that's continued over the course of the last couple of months. And, 
you know, we, we've got goals and expectations. I think we're on track to to meet or achieve those goals. Um, but but more importantly, we're building an opportunity for WQRF. And that's what that's what's exciting here, right, is that we're building um, the future really to support research for our industry over the coming five, six, seven years. And so it's really an investment for the future for all of us. You talked about building the future when it comes to the research that this campaign will help fund. Tell me a little bit more about that and and why it is important to have an organization like WQRF driving this kind of research. Well, I think there are a couple of things, Wes. I think one, research is not cheap. Um, And it would be difficult for any single organization, any single company to take on the burden of, you know, a multi-million dollar investment in research over, over the course of the next few years. But with WQRF, we have the opportunity to pull our money together, right? I, I view every dollar that we donate into this campaign is it turns into $100 that gets invested into research. And so we get the benefit of of the pooling effect of the scale effect that you build when we all pitch in together. Um, but it, as you think about research and you think about our industry, I think there, there are two dynamics that are important to think about. One, that this industry, as much as it's been around for a hundred years and is, is a mature industry from a consumer perspective, there's still a lot of education. There are a lot of people that are unaware of our products, unaware of what our products can do, unaware of, you know, the, the water they're drinking and, and and using in the home. And that awareness can be boosted. We, we can actually tap into education. And the more research we have that brings science to those conversations and facts to those conversations, you know, it changes the dynamic, right? Because you're talking to the consumer about facts, not talking to them about, you know, what we what we believe so, so that's one piece of it. The other piece of it is the industry's changing, right? I mean, think of the, the contaminants that we've been talking about over the course of the last six months, 12 months, and, and how different those are than the, com- than the conversations we were having a decade ago. And so how do we stay on top of that? And, and that's where, you know, when you think about PFAS and when you think about some of the, 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 the research that's likely upcoming, it's going to help our industry not just understand it better, but be able to articulate it better to the consumer, to the government, to agencies and, and um, you know, other, other folks that are important touch points for our industry. Um, it just increases our credibility. It increases our ability to get consumers what they need and the products that they need to treat their water effectively. Yeah, you could argue the consumer has never been more skeptical uh, than they are today. And, and, and that kind of research, that kind of fact-based uh, information is going to be very helpful. So let me ask you from this standpoint, Judd, as a manufacturer, how do you utilize the work of the foundation to help your business and, and maybe even extend that to the network of dealerships under your company brand? Sure. Well, I think there are there are a couple of ways to think about it. One, some of the research that's being done that can help improve our, our view and understanding of the science behind water and contaminants is extremely helpful for our research and development department. 
um, it, it, it gives them a leg up. But, you know, I, I almost view it like we've got an extra team, you know, on in, in our headquarters that's helping us understand things better. Um, and it helps us, you know, almost step function or leapfrog our development process because we just get there faster. Re- research, unfortunately, different than development is, is a long process. Um, and it can be an expensive process because it's exploratory. And therefore, it's difficult to make some of those investments. But uh, again, we get the benefit of the collective investment here, which which helps, um, which just helps us move faster and, and I think create better products for the end consumer faster. From, from a dealer perspective, um, I, I think there's an educational piece to it, but it's as much about supporting their marketing efforts and the conversation that they're having with consumers. No matter where the consumer is in their purchasing funnel, improving the education base of our dealers allows them to elevate the conversation with the consumer. Um, and again, we, we talked a little bit about bringing facts to those conversations, but the more we can arm our dealers um, with a f- facts to support that conversation that's happening maybe at the kitchen table is, is extremely helpful. Judd, this has been great. Appreciate your time with us and uh, very exciting to see you involved in the uh, Next Wave campaign. We appreciate your involvement and your support. So it's great to talk to you. I appreciate the time, Wes. This is this is an easy one. It's an exciting conversation to have. And I, I think we're doing really good things for the industry at large. So thank you very much. Appreciate the time. This is Beth Allison. I am the director of North American Marketing at Connecticut. And so my involvement in WQA uh, is twofold. Uh, First, the chair leading the WQA Public Awareness Task Force, as well as the vice chair of the Communications Committee. Well, it's great to have you on the program. We really appreciate your joining us. Great to be here. When it comes to the WQRF Next Wave campaign, I wanted to get in a little bit to this public outreach that you have been involved in. I've been very close to that as well, working with you. And so it's great to touch base with you on this. Um, That's a part of the campaign, uh, of the Next Wave campaign, trying to make sure that there is outreach uh, when it comes to research. And just wondering if you could maybe unpack that a little bit, expand on that, talk a little bit about it from your perspective. Sure. So really increasing public awareness, as we know, is, is a big endeavor and uh, quite a formidable task. So it definitely relates to WQRF in that it's really a universal goal for WQA and for WQRF. And so we're really taking the time to do the research necessary to understand really what it's going to take and put together a well-defined strategy. So we're really in the first phase of that as we do the work that the task force is doing. And so I, I, I think that, you know, they really fit nicely together and uh, we'll see where this all leads. Yeah. And it's great to see this coming together and uh, working together. There's this collaborative uh, element, I guess you could call it, of the next wave campaign as well as the task force. So do you feel that there is some momentum building as we as we move ahead? I think that's kind of an understatement, actually, as I as I took on the uh, task force work, we put together a nice cross functional team that includes both WQA and the dealers and manufacturers. And there's truly been 
overwhelming alignment on really the goal of increasing awareness and outreach across all types of members and committees. And so I've really felt that energy. And I think as the project begins to start to take shape as to how we're going to do this, you know, we're really in the stage of debating um, really what that strategy is going to entail. And there's there's a lot of energy in the organization. It's, it seems to be a priority across the board. So I can feel that. And uh, it's really exciting to be part of that. And uh, uh, we'll just keep pushing away. So it's exciting. You know, Beth, as I think about this, I think of the collaboration of uh, WQA members coming together, working together, having that unified purpose, that mission and so forth. And it it really, uh, I guess, shines a light on the advantage that we have coming together like this instead of just simply one company out there on their own. Yeah, Wes, I think, you know, as we started this project, that was a key component of it and a key component of its success. So really our collective audiences, when you think about it, so you have dealer membership, you have manufacturer membership, we each have our own audience that creates a diversity in the outreach, right? And and we have our own loyal audiences that whether they follow us on social media or they interact in our own websites, as you put that entire audience together, it becomes very powerful. And it's not then just about something that's an individual membership goal or message, but it's about a unified message. And when you, whatever that message may be, when you aggregate that and it's consistency and it's repeated over and over, you actually have a chance of cutting through. So really it's about bringing us all together with a unified message, a unified voice, a consistent message. And I'm excited about that because really our goal is to um, interact with the public in a way that engages them and has a call to action. So I think there's it could be very powerful when it's done by all of its members. So yeah, that is very much the vision for how we do public outreach um, with this project and one of our main goals. And, and has it changed your perspective at all on what's possible going forward? Oh my gosh, yes. And I think, you know, this is really where um, WQRF comes in and that, you know, this first phase of it has been a deep dive. Um, and we're working obviously with an outside partner, um, an outside agency that's helping us to really get our hands around that. So it's been really in depth, everything from, you know, subject matter expert interviews, which has really provided perspectives from all of our members. And so, you know, being part of that, it takes me out of my, you know, day-to-day -day membership work and really gives me a whole perspective on the organization and where we can go. And it's also been really trying to absorb all that we know about really the general public and all the work and the research that WQRF and WQA have done to date. And so, you know, being part of that and, and stepping out and seeing the industry and the growth, what a time right now. You know, we, we've got so much going on in the industry, so much growth, so much happening. And really the general public sentiment is strong and they want answers. So, you know, I think as we do this first research stage, it's telling us that the time is now, it's verifying all of that. So, you know, it's, it's really added to my perspective of the industry by being part of this. And it's been really exciting. So I'm, I'm loving it. Beth, great to have you involved. Appreciate your work, all that all that you have been doing. It's really great to be part of it, and I can't wait to continue to bring the whole project forward. I think you know we'll continue to see 
uh, more and more great stuff come out of this and, and really working cross-functionally with, with the entire organization has been, uh, has been a lot of fun. My name is Sam Cargi. I am the president of A.O. Smith Water Treatment, and I am a co-chair of the Next Wave campaign here at the WQRF. Great to have you on the program, Sam. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks. Glad to be here. I wanted to get your opinions overall on the success of the campaign to date. Certainly a lot of money has been raised and a lot of excitement is building. Yeah, right out the gate, the reception of this campaign has really hit right from the very get-go. We've had already a number of premium sponsors on both the dealer side as well as the manufacturer side. So we're seeing a great response overall. And we really haven't even dipped into the general population yet of the Water Quality Association. So we're excited about where we've gotten to. I believe we're well over $3 million in the campaign already and heading towards four. And just excited to see as we get more and more people participating in the campaign, just where we can really take it to the next level. Outreach is one of the big elements of this uh, core pillars, if you will, of the, of the Next Wave campaign, Sam. So I'm, I'm curious about how you define outreach and, and why it's important. Outreach is very critical to, to the Water Quality Association as well as the Water Quality Research Foundation overall. What I like about it is we spend a lot of time, money and effort on great research through the foundation, but getting that word out to consumers has always been a little bit of a challenge uh, overall. We see every day a new water disaster happening or a new water crisis coming up. And Water Quality Association isn't always the first place where a lot of people and a lot of medias look to. So our ability to talk about outreach, our ability to talk about the research we have and how we can be part of those you know, pure water and better water solutions is critical. Uh, people just need to know who we are that's why it's such a critical part of the campaign this year and, and the campaign messaging. Yeah, let me expand on that a little bit more. Uh, I, I, I'm curious about your thoughts on how you believe the outre outreach will actually translate into real value for manufacturers and dealer members. I think most of all, it's getting us a seat at the table of the discussion, whether it's with a, with a consumer or with a regulator or even at a governmental level. A lot of people out there don't know that we exist as an industry. And I think the outreach and, you know, really supporting the research that we've done and getting that message out is, is why it is critical and why it really matters to our membership overall is people just need to know that we're here and that we've got great solutions for quality water. That's great, Sam. Uh, so listen, what role will WQRF play in helping to, uh, to get the ball rolling on this outreach strategy? And does WQA have a plan as well? Yeah, overall, WQA has been working on an outreach strategy. I believe it's part of the overall uh, association strategy for the next five years. It's been a critical part of what the board's been working on for quite a while now. But as we know, outreach, anytime you're talking to consumers or the general population, there's money that's needed to do that. And uh, funding that is a, an important mechanism that the WQRF is going to help with, is getting that general message out there and helping to supply some of the funding to get that message out to consumers and the public in, in general. It's been great to see you on uh, as an observer on the uh, Public Outreach Task Force, which has been involved in this outreach effort. So uh, I know your support and expertise has been uh, well, well received. Yeah, overall, we've been talking about general population outreach for the WQA for nearly 20 years. I remember back when I first started on the board almost 20 years ago, this was a big topic. We always knew that the technology was expensive to pull that off, but 
with, uh, with, with today's technology, especially with social media and other platforms like that, the ability to, to reach consumers and the general public at a much more affordable way is, is just so much more available now today compared to what it was in the past. Well, I want to thank you again, Sam, for joining us and for your role in the campaign. Well, it's exciting to be part of it and uh, really looking forward to see what this association can pull together in the next few months because it's really a great cause. Hey, I'm DJ Shanahan, and I am president of Sharpwater Culligan, also past president of WQA in 2020 and 2021, and I am on the National Steering Committee for the new uh, campaign for the WQRF, and that's what I'm here to talk with you about today. Yeah, and it's exciting to see the campaign do so well so quickly, uh, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah, we're off to a great start. A lot of uh, donors have contributed at, at levels uh, unprecedented, and we're really excited about that. Well, appreciate you, DJ, for being not only part of the campaign, but being part of the program here today and uh, giving us your thoughts on on what WQRF is able to accomplish with research. And I, I just thought maybe that to begin, I would ask you what kind of impact that you feel WQRF research is able to have for the water quality industry. Well, there's a lot I could say here, Wes, but I'll say, you know, obviously one thing is it's going to really help us prove the efficacy of our equipment and it's going to help us prove our claims. You know, we, we say that we can help you save uh, energy. We say that we can help you save soap. We say that we can, you know, we won't harm your septic system if we discharge to it. We, we make a lot of claims, but this really gives us the legitimacy to stand behind those claims. And so I think that's really, really valuable. And another thing you'll hear me talk about a lot is the fact that we want to be sure our dealer members understand how they can use this research that we've done to really help them in their uh, in the presentations they be, might be making in the home. I, I'm curious if you have any examples of how you have seen WQRF research in action, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of folks uh, that are involved in WQA will know that I was the uh, co-chair of the on-site uh, systems task force, which uh, researched the impacts of water softener discharge to septic systems. Uh, I was myself and Bob Burner for about nine years, the longest running task force in the history of WQA, I always call it. But during that time, we were able to develop some research at Virginia Tech that really uh, refuted the mostly old and anecdotal evidence that water softeners caused harm to septic systems. And that really has helped us. I can tell you in my case, personally, we were able to use this information to go to uh, Delaware, the state of Delaware, and reverse some, some old legislation that had been on the books for years that required us to dig uh, curtain drains every time we wanted to install a softener. They would not allow discharge to a septic system. They would not allow discharge to on the on the ground or on the surface or under a deck or any of those things that we do in a lot of the other states that we work in. So we were able to take this research done by uh, Dr. Novak and his team at Virginia Tech and use it to produce a waiver that allowed the homeowners to make the, the decision because ultimately it's going to be their expense if something goes wrong. So this is a big win for us. We use this every day in our presentation so that we have an opportunity to do the right thing by the consumer and that came directly out of this new world research that was done instead of, as I said, the largely old and anecdotal um, information that the septic folks were using to make their decisions. And I think that that's really where we're heading. You know, when you look at what the battles that we fight every day, 
if we're fighting something that's somebody's stigmatism or somebody's anecdotal evidence or something that they made a decision because something went wrong 30 or 40 years ago, that should not impact our industry. We should be talking about today's uh, environment, today's homes, today's water saving fixtures. How are all these things impacted? And that's what I really see is going to happen with the research, not only that's been done in the past, but the research that's proposed and what's coming up. So I'm really, really excited to see not only what we've done uh, and how it can be better used, but also what we'll be doing in the future. Hey, hey DJ, you know, somebody listening to this might be thinking about getting involved, might be uh, considering a donation. What would you tell them if, if they're maybe a little bit undecided right now, what the value would be uh, to getting involved and being, uh, you know, contributing to this campaign? Well, I think the value, Wes, is that we've got so much more that we can learn and we've got so much more that we can prove. And when you think about all of the health impacts that our products and services now have for the consumer in, in more ways than we've ever seen before, and how are we going to know for sure that we've got the right device? How are we going to know for sure that it's going to take care of these health claims the way we're saying? We're, we're, we're dealing with new uh, contamination all the time. Everybody knows about PFAS now. You know, we've had for long times, we've had lead and nitrates and arsenic and VOCs and all kinds of other crazy things that impact the, uh, the products that we're going to sell and how we're going to service them. Now we're going to have research that's going to prove the efficacy of these products. That is really going to help us open up an entirely new audience that maybe isn't aware of our industry and what we do for the consumer. And so I really am excited about that. If you're thinking about contributing and you haven't previously, please get involved. Feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to the WQRF or any member of the National Steering Committee, and we will help you understand uh, exactly what your contributions and your investment in this campaign can mean. And I will tell you, it, it's an exciting campaign. We're making great strides. Uh, I think we can say we've already surpassed a uh, previous campaign and uh, really excited to see what we're going to be able to do with this. I'll also say that there is a presentation that's being put together really geared towards our dealer members. And this is going to help us dealers understand how to use the research in the home. So as I'm sitting across the kitchen table from the homeowner and I'm making my presentation, I want to be able to show her or him what the soap savings are, what the energy savings are, why it's not going to harm their septic system. You can go on and on. These are, this is actually being put together in a very professional presentation. And it, I think it's really going to help a lot of our dealer members understand the value of not only what's already been done, but what's going to be done in the future. And, and for that, uh, this is why we really love to see more people get involved in this campaign. And again, if we can be of help in any way, please don't uh, hesitate to reach out. DJ, thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Wes. Now our motivational minute, setbacks. Ever have a setback in life? On the job, perhaps? Maybe with a customer or a coworker? It's really easy to get caught up in what went wrong, that we miss the learning opportunity. We need to see the value of whatever we might take away from that situation, that setback, build on it for the next inevitable setback, and decide that you will be better off because of it. In fact, sometimes the setback actually opens a path forward where you might never have seen the opportunity. 
So let that next setback be a step back to that next level of success. And that's our Motivational Minute. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at WQA.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.